Hey guys, welcome to Light Muse. We're your hosts, Flannery Underwood and Jessica Cabasi. And today we're talking with our friend, Brandon Wolfel, who's a popular photographer and YouTuber. Brandon, thanks so much for coming on. I'm so excited to talk through stuff. Who knows what will come up? (laughs) I know. Your girl's struggling over here. Haven't done a photo shoot. You know, but I've been making YouTube videos, though, which I feel like... You've been grinding out the the YouTube videos, yeah. I feel like that's been going pretty, pretty well. Have you... But you haven't really been... You uploaded one video during this. You uploaded the reaction video, which I really loved. Yeah, thank you. I I actually uploaded more, like, within the past few weeks than I ever have. It's, like, even, like, once every, like, two weeks, but still, like, I feel like that's a lot for me. (laughs) Um... Yeah, the reacting video was fun. I like seeing you do different stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to see you more, more do more. I, I I love watching reaction videos. I don't know about you guys, but they're my favorite things to watch, especially yeah. Brandon. Like, I'm so interested. Like, what does Brandon think about certain things? It would be fun to see you react to something. <laughs> like, what's his opinion? It's totally different. Brandon, did you Seriously, watch yeah. Jess's um, uh, Big Ed? I definitely did. I, I watched them what both. You, what did you think? You watched both of them? <laughs> He's super skilled. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, it was it was definitely not our vibe. Um, little little uncomfortable there. So do you watch um, 90 Day Fiance? Is that like I, a show in your repertoire? I actually don't, but I was telling Jess that like I know of him just from yeah. like, I like Twitter. All the memes. Yeah, I sent Jess um, the Mucinex guy and I was like, Oh my god, yes. the, resembl- <gasps> the resemblance is kind of, I can see it. Uncanny, you are <laughs> so right. I know, I, I need to start watching it though, all my friends watch it. A lot of people in the comments were like, oh, I didn't even know he was a photographer. And it was crazy because that was in the intro for the clip, like for his intro clip on TLC. And so when I watched it, I was like, oh my god, what camera is he using? What what are the, What's the light setup, you know? Everyone else is probably like just watching it normally. And I'm just like, okay, writing down like, okay, he's using this strobe <laughs> here to the place to the left. <laughs> because I go bad. Teach us, you actually watch the whole TLC episodes when it's like, oh yeah. My version of watching like 90 Day Fiance is like, I'll watch the YouTube clips. So I see all like the highlights of it. And then oh, I watch them idea. totally out of order. So I know so much about all the random funny moments from all of these characters. But like this, the full storyline, I like don't know. Yeah. How many sure. different couples are there? There's Erica and Stephanie. There's David and Lana. But Lana has yet to even exist. Like we haven't seen her. So they made this joke where it's like David and his MacBook Air because he chats with her online. So I think, I don't know. That's, it's, it's it, that's a complicated couple. And then there's, um, what's her name? I forgot. Oh my God. I don't even, Yolanda. And then she talked to this guy she thought was British, but he didn't have a British accent on the phone, but his yes. name is Williams or something. Yes. Okay. I've seen that clip. It's like, he doesn't exist. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad because a lot of people just really want to find love, but they're, some of them are like clearly getting scammed. You know what I mean? And they don't even realize. Yeah. Like David. Okay, if you haven't heard of David, so David, uh, he talked to this Ukrainian woman for like seven years on this website. Doesn't have her phone number. Doesn't like talk to her like on the phone. He's just chatted with her for seven years. He has to pay to ch- to chat with her on this website. Yeah. And so he went to Ukraine three t- times to try to meet her. She had an excuse as to why she couldn't show up each time and then this this time when he went to ukraine she didn't show up again and he literally went to her the address that she gave him 
and then it ended up being like some old man he's like no i've never heard of this person before he went and like showed her picture to like people in her town apparently like her town and no one recognized her and then when he got back to the united states he hired a private investigator and then the private investigator was like oh this is it's a scam basically and he's like no i don't believe it. i need to hear from her no <laughs> you're like she doesn't exist sweetie david let it go there's nice women in america that like exists it Just... sounds like an advanced version of like catfish oh for sure for catfish sure. on steroids Okay, yeah. wait, speaking of catfishing, have you, Brandon, ever been catfished by a model before where you oh see her Instagram and you're like, oh my God, or him or whoever you're shooting with, you're like, they look amazing. And then in person, they're not what their Instagram looks like. Um, fortunately, no. Um, I feel like a lot of the times when I like am shooting with someone, like they're either like a mutual friend that I know or like I like connect, like my sh- my friend has shot them so it's like never like totally random i always feel like i know them somehow um but that's a, a real thing i guess we don't think about because that i'm sure that happens like that's that's crazy what about you guys yeah <laughs> for sure and here's i've learned i've learned and and the thing is i still work with them it's fine it's just in the day and age where we all know Facetune exists. We all know there's like retouching and all that stuff. Obviously, we do it, but sometimes you look at a model's Instagram pictures and then she shows up and she does look different. And it might not mm-hmm. be in a bad way. Like, I'll still work with her. I'm not gonna be like, uh, no, you don't look like you do in your pictures, sweetie. So, uh, you know, time to go. Time to go. <laughs> the door is right there. <laughs> there's two doors. You can choose which one you want to leave from. But um. Yeah, I've definitely, I've been catfished. What about you, Flan? Yeah, I've, I've been catfished, but nothing too crazy. I usually ask for photos, just like take an, a selfie, like an unedited selfie beforehand, especially with like bigger clients who, there, there's this one time where I was trying to book this girl and they, the client specifically wanted someone with pink hair. And so that's like hard enough to find someone with like naturally dyed pink hair. And then I found someone and then she didn't have pink hair actually at the end of the day. And it was just like one of those things where it's like the day before the shoot, they're like, yeah, like, oh, is it okay if I come with like blue hair? I'm like, we booked you for your pink hair. No, like, no, you cannot do that. But you know, at the end of the day, like I've had some people come where I'm like, yeah, it's like a little different, but like, again, like I would never say no to working with them. Like, you know, it's a lot of the images too in people's books, like maybe they've been done through like high end retouching. So they have like a lot of like the blemishes taken out. And like, I think also for like skincare stuff too, the girls that I shoot, like you don't realize, but a lot of high end beauty campaigns, they do a lot of very intense high end retouching, which doesn't mean like just gauge and blur. It means just like very, very detailed. So you can still see pores. And like yeah. these girls can come in with like, quite a bit of like acne or things and it doesn't matter they'll just they'll still use them because they're gorgeous you know and they'll just retouch and post so yeah never been hardcore catfish before though can definitely say that i've learned honestly so what i do now is when i get a package of girls i look at their digitals so basically a photo of them just take it with like a digital like a small digital camera that shows them without makeup just like standing there with natural light that's the best way to kind of just you're seeing them as they are 
and that's so look at the digitals you guys that's my my pro tip yeah i think skin is a tough thing because it's like ever changing and you can't can't really tell that from photos so like that definitely can come into play but that's a thing that's like obviously totally like you could just you know remove that if you want it's like a up to you thing there's some people who are like against retouching which is what do you think about that i mean to a degree i feel like everything is a little bit retouched or manipulated in some way you know what i mean yeah i i feel like that's a big topic that goes around i feel like people um or like even just like you're not a photographer because you edit your images too much like that kind of like opinion which it's like again you can just call yourself whatever you want and you can retouch your, your images however you want and there will there all there always will be like those people that you know won't support it but um it's your image at the end of the day so you can really do whatever you want as long as you're the model also who's ever featured in it is okay with with whatever you're gonna do i think as long as you agree you're like totally fine you know when you post your before and afters, you get people saying like, "Oh, I like the before way better." Are you just kind of like, "Okay?" Because sometimes oh, I get that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Right. Every time, every time I post a before photo, they're like, mm, "It was better." I'm like, "Okay." Wait, like the like raw it, photo? Yeah. I get that every every single time I post a photo. <laughs> and at this point, like, I I think it used to like get to me. I was like, "Oh, that sucks." Like, I spent so long like, editing the after, and now I'd be like, "Which one do you like better?" Like, I just like leave it open for interpretation because, like, at this point, people are gonna like, you know, say it anyway. So I'm like, "Do you like the before? Do you like the after? Like, let me know." I mean, have you faced any like negative feedback? It, either it's through your work or maybe something that you posted. Have you ever faced something like that? Because you've, um, you've been on Instagram, and you're a really popular Instagram. You've been on for quite some time. Totally. I think I think the first thing I think of is, like, my style being, like, the one that gets, like, hit hard with opinions just because it is so, like, niche. And, like, um, people say, like, oh, like, you know, it's so 2016 or whatever. Um, and, like, that that is, like, when I maybe started, like, crafting that more, like, distinct style. Um, but I still, like, when I look at my work, I don't see maybe someone from, like, a perspective that doesn't really, like, know photography that well, but my images now don't reflect, like, what they were, like, in 2016, like, even if I include, like, a neon sign or, like, a fairy light, per se, like, it's still totally different from, like, when I started using those different props, um, and so, like, they, you know, I do get comments about, like, my style and how it could be overplayed, but... Um, you know, I think that's like, comes with any type of like style, like, like someone who makes children's books, like they're crafted for like children, you know, you're not like gonna, like as a 25 year old, I'm not gonna read children's book, you know, not saying like my style is for children, but like, it's definitely like, if you like it, you like it. And it's not for everyone. And I've come to like, accept that, you know? And also like, as people grow up and discover new things. Like I, I always kind of forget that there is a new generation who's being introduced to social media and that people are discovering you still and like finding you and like young people who maybe are attracted or just I'm you. I'm sorry, I think my cat is stuck somewhere. Hold on, one oh, second. Oh yeah, get her. <laughs> Hold on. Save her. I heard that like faintly in the back. Pitsy. oh my God. But I do have to say, Jess's wall looks fire now that she put up the wallpaper. It does. What a trouble. Oh, hi, Pips. Okay, hi. she was like meowing, 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 Aww. meowing. 
I was just saying, you know, as like a younger generation comes in, like they're discovering your stuff too. And I think, you know, you should never change your style or your work just because like someone comments something, you know, it's, it's a hundred percent. Like, are you happy with it? And are you yeah, like, continuing yeah, totally. to enjoy the process? Right. Right. Yeah. I think also, I'm sure maybe you guys get this too, but people are like, are you, aren't you ever like tired of like making the same photo or something like that? But it's like, you know, I, you, those comments that come, it's just like, as long as I'm like fulfilled with what I'm doing, I'm like, I'm fine with my work. And that's all that like I've come to, you know, matter in, in this like photography realm. I so. feel like you are changing your work and your style definitely has changed. And I, you, you it's, it's incredible because you literally created your very own unique style. Like I can see a picture. You give me like a thousand pictures. I can point yours out right away. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's incredible. And I, not a lot of people can say that. It's very hard to come up with your own style. But I feel like yeah. you've, you've evolved. Like you're like, a, you know, a Pokemon. You just, you know. <laughs> and see like that comment about like you could pick my workout like could be an amazing thing or it could be like a terrible thing where it's like oh like you're like you see that style you're over it or you like respect that like you've like crafted this like certain style that you can actually pick out of a crowd or like you don't you don't need to watermark your photos like people know them so it's just it's how you think about it really do you what do you think about watermarks um I don't love them but I know that they're necessary you know for certain degrees did you used to have them earlier no i actually never made <laughs> a watermark never? wait flannery no. have you ever done put a watermark on your work no I've i think never done that. oh gosh am i like the only person <laughs> i want to see your watermark <laughs> oh my god break out some old watermark photos and the thing is i feel like when you're first starting you want to protect your work but then i just feel like i just stop caring i'm like whatever <laughs> it gets reposted <laughs> whatever it's fine for me like when i was starting out and like if people would repost my photos I feel like I was, like, low-key, like, nasty. Like, instead of posting a watermark, I would just go comment and be like, you, like, give me credit right now. Like, I was, like, intense. And I think that was, like, my watermark was, like, my anger. Brandon and now I'm just like, like... Take this down. You're going to hear <laughs> from my lawyers. <laughs> That's how down. I was. I was really aggressive. <laughs> Have you ever had somebody, like, just repo or steal your work there's been people who go around pretending to be you probably you have probably have a lot of fan accounts out there yeah i mean it's funny because like i there's some a few fan accounts and when there was one it's like sometimes some of them i i don't know if they're fan accounts or they're like trying to be me and so like there was one with the, like the same profile picture like same name and like it didn't say like fan account anywhere it's literally just like my same bio and it was like following all my friends and like my friends were texting me and they're like is this you and i was like no like it's not me like like i have like my two accounts like for chilling so everyone like was following it back and i was like that is not me i don't know who that is yeah i mean it's scary how any like we have so many all of us have so many photos of like not only us but like just or not only our photos but photos of us and anyone could just take those photos and just become us which is kind of scary but or they can repost you know. your photo and it can like, go viral and you don't get any credit for it. Has that ever happened to you? Has anyone taken your work, reposted it maybe on Tumblr, and then you see that it has like a so many reblogs? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I feel like I've actually lucked out in certain ways because back to like people recognizing my style, that I'll get, they'll get comments that like, you know, it's by me and like they'll choose to credit me or not. But I've definitely like even on Tumblr where it's like, I don't I don't really go on there as much so I don't really you can't really be like you know finding your own photos but I I have seen like my photos with like there was one on Tumblr with like 75,000 notes or something and luckily like I found it but my name was underneath and I was like oh wow like mm. 
that's awesome because like you never know so i mean that's that's really great sometimes people don't i know i'm you surprised <laughs> yeah. yeah i'm like thanks that never that usually never happens what what do you do like if a model works with you and then repost your photo but doesn't give you a credit yeah i think that goes to anyone like following or not just because even if you're starting out like connecting and crediting is a great way to grow and like if models aren't you know crediting you that's not okay because you know it, it especially if it's like a test shoot like you're trying to grow each other and at the end of the day like that's what a test shoot is is like you know building work for not only your portfolio but like maybe your online presence um and i've i've definitely dealt with this with friends like texting me like what do i do like this model didn't credit me and it's it's rough because you know like you said like we spend a lot of time on these photos um from and it, it is like a touchy thing like you don't know whether to comment and like kind of like it is it's uncomfortable you know um but for me like when that it hasn't happened too too often which i'm thankful for but when it has happened i'll kindly like text them um one time i filmed a video for someone i'm not gonna say but <laughs> um it you know it was a lot of work like i spent time like filming it for them editing it for them and um when they posted it, i was like nowhere to be named like anywhere what? and so i like texted her and i was like hey like i was you know you can't like you have to be polite about it at the end of the day but i was just like is it cool if you could credit me and she was totally cool with it but i was just like i don't know if were you, you paid for that project um yeah yeah I, I was paid but it was also like this weird it was I, when i was starting out so i wasn't familiar with like you know rates and stuff so it was like this mm -hmm. it was like this thing where we didn't talk about money and then like later down the line she was like oh my how much do you want so it was like this weird like disconnect mm -hmm. but um i like at you know i was expecting credit is there any moment that kind of sticks out to you in a photo shoot where it could be like an uncomfortable moment or a moment where you're like man i shouldn't have done this oh i do? shouldn't have done this um let's see i feel like we've all had that i know i'm trying to think now i mean hmm i need to like look through like my photo shoots i'm like need one to pop out at me what, have you, you, ever you said in you trouble? had one? Yeah, I definitely. can't see someone like you so Brandon, if you know Brandon in person, he's the chillest, most unproblematic person. I can't <laughs> imagine you getting into any sort of trouble or anyone even yelling at you or anything it's like happened. that. It's happened. It's happened. What happened? Um, <laughs> <one? laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, so there's this, I'm like, never thought I'd be telling this story on the internet or whatever this we're on. Um, but we, me and my friend, this was actually like, it was a photo shoot, but it was like a school project. Um, but I was like shooting images and photos and videos and stuff like that. So I would consider it like a shoot. Um, but me and some of my, there's basically on Long Island, New York, there's this like abandoned, like famous insane asylum that everyone goes to. And like, just like, oh. they'll like explore and stuff. <laughs> and like, everyone has gone there. Like, it's just like a broken down building. It's really frightening if you guys want to look it up. Um, What's the name? You can. Uh, Kings Park. Okay. Kings Park. Okay. Uh, I'm pulling up a picture too. Um, it's, it's like really scary inside. Um, I don't know why I went there, but like, it was like a thing. Like everyone would go there. Like, I don't know why it was like a trend. Yeah. Like oh, it looks horrific. like that inside. Did you go it to this, like Brandon? Um, uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was like a dumb teenager, okay. So wait, what? Do you have like ghosts haunting you now? What happened? No, no. So, um, 
I went in, and then we like, got our photos, our videos, and then when we left, there was a police car next to my car. And and they were like, were you inside? Were you just inside that building? And we were like, just, we're silent. We were like, what, what do you mean? Like, what's it to you? And I was like holding my camera, and she, she was like, so if I look through your camera, will I see photos from inside? And I was like, uh... And she was like, get back in your car. And, like, we got ticketed and stuff. But um, as we were, like, going in our car, there was kids, like, jumping out of the window and stuff. Like, every like it's just, like, a thing. Like, people go there. I don't know why. It's, like, a thing. I would never go back. I don't know why I went. But, like, it that was that was probably the most I've gotten in trouble, like, shooting was, you know, getting ticketed by, like, a police officer. And my friends were, like, crying. It was, like, a whole thing. <laughs> Did you cry? No, I was just, like, angered, because, like, I, there was, like, I've been, like, everyone has been there, and, like, the one time I go, I'm, like, the one time I do something that's, like, sketchy once, I get, like, in trouble for it, which is, like... There's, like, ten people hanging out from the windows, they're, like, watching as you get the ticket, they're, like, bye, Brandon. Literally, there was people on the roof, there was people jumping out windows, I was, like, okay, and, like, I get in trouble, like, all right. Maybe she was a fan of yours, maybe she, like, follows you on Instagram, and she just wanted to, she like, was look not nice. pictures. She was not nice. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. then we got stuck in the snow because it was blizzarding oh, and no. so she was like had to wait near us to, like pull like it was this whole thing it was not it yeah i was just gonna say how long ago was this Did they, by the way this place looks creepy i'm looking oh. at pictures online was it de- decayed were, were there still items in the asylum or it's really it it's what it looks like online basically like there's broken Oof. down like like you could find like the bathroom. You could find like, like rooms. It, you could find like the kitchen. Like I don't know how. I, it should be like torn down because kids still go there. Um, but it. I'm also sure there. There's tons of like airborne like, like like mold and stuff, which is scary. Um, but I think this was back in like 2013 or 14. It was a while ago. Were you doing like a portrait shoot, or you just wanted to go take pictures of the of the inside of it? I went. He brought he brought went, like two models. He was doing senior portraits. Okay. Senior pictures. <laughs> I actually I went. Um, I went because in school we were doing a project for like tracking, um, and so we had to like film like an area and then like track things, and so like I went there and like filmed just like B roll of like things I would I would like later track, and so like. I still, like, got, like, the homework done. I, like, presented it to the class. Like, they saw, like, the insides. They were probably like, where are you? But, I mean, I submitted it. I'm like, I got the work done. <laughs> you got that extra credit. You passed the yeah. class. Yeah. There you go. Brandon does, you know what? You you do what it takes to complete yeah, the project. exactly. Because you went to, uh, you know, a pro- it looks like it's haunted or something. I don't even know. Um, yeah, there's, like, videos on it. I'm sure it is. So you kind of have an interest in haunted places? Could I say that? Um, you know, I'm not afraid of them. I'm like, is I'll that go what in. you shoot at night, Brandon? Like <laughs> You're like, look. it's all, it's all adding up. Oh yeah. my god! Now I'm learning. <laughs> it's all coming full circle now. I mean, I do love like any type of like. I love scary movies are my favorite type of movies. What? Yeah, I like never I love, I love. But are you not, into like I true mean, crime stuff or are yeah, you just like I watched like, cor- really all of it. Like I've watched like every true crime thing on Netflix. Oh, do you me listen too. to Crime Junkie? The podcast. Yes, I love them. <gasps> How yes. good are they? Yeah, they're the best. Good. I'll just be like driving, listening to them. Right. Me and my friends will listen to them. Yeah, 
Yeah, you roll up at Starbucks, you roll the window down, and they're like, and she cut her head off into multiple pieces. You're like, oh, thank you, please. <laughs> soy milk, can I get soy milk, please? Oh, my gosh. I never, And I never thought I would, like, start to watch, like, those things by myself, but now I'd be watching them at, like, 4 a.m. by myself, and, like, I don't even, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't phase me, which is kind of scary, but... Didn't we watch something? You showed me like a case when we were in New York about some guy or it was a woman who killed her husband and then took something of Florida. We watched it. Yes. Yes, we did. I forget which one it was, but I definitely showed you. I love like also there's a lot of cr- uh, true crime like YouTubers that I watch. Um, Who's your favorite? Kendall Ray. I was literally in the shower watching a video like of Ooh. her like reporting a crime. <laughs> like I'd, I'd be just like watching all day like listening. Like, if we ever get in trouble, like, now I know exactly what to do. I'm like, I will remain silent, but that doesn't mean I did it. Yeah, you don't talk to the police. That's the number <laughs> yes. one thing. You don't, because exactly. anything you you say, whether you did it or not, you know, there's people who didn't even commit the crime, but just because they said, like, an incriminating statement, we didn't mm-hmm. even realize it. They said, like, oh, no, I wasn't there. And then yeah. they find, like, a hair comb or, I don't know, a piece of hair, and then they're... Then they end up going to prison for like 20,000 years. And so that's why you never talk to the police. Jessica's, yeah, I, Jessica's pro tip. Don't talk to I the just, police. <laughs> I just uh, recently finished watching Innocence Files on Netflix. And that's like every two episodes are about a different case where like someone was in jail, but like wrongfully. So they spent like like zero or like not zero, like 10 to like 40 years in jail for like something they didn't do. And it like explains like everything and like who actually did it and then like i i watched like all of it in like two days i was obsessed with it that's why we we try not to get in trouble with the law when we're doing photography because we're not trying to go to prison we've we've seen what happens right right yeah (laughs) yeah we're trying to be as unproblematic as we can but sometimes you know you do be on private property so i try not to do that what do you say what are your thoughts on trespassing because there's some photographers who have no problem going into like a coffee shop or going into like mm. a private like private property area and taking pictures would you do something like that i think for me that experience that i was talking about like with getting in trouble at that um in that building i think that forever like kind of scarred me for like future events but almost like looking back at it is like not, no, I'm not glad it happened, but I almost feel like I'm way more cautious now because that happened. And I know that, like, you know, when you do trespass and things like that, you can actually get in trouble. It's not just like you're inv- invincible to the law because you have a camera, you know, like things like that are still they still apply to you. Um, and so I think I'm way more cautious now. And like, I'm definitely not comfortable with like going in somewhere that I don't think is legal. Like, I just I just don't do it. Um, and if I think it's it'll take a hot minute, like going inside a coffee shop to get the shot I will or just not trying to cause a ruckus and just you know actually buying something from the place you want to take a quick photo in or even asking permission like all things like that um I think should definitely come into play when you're out and about taking photos you know for sure it helps too that you don't have like crazy equipment that you're bringing it's just like a simple camera you bring a softbox with you (laughs) oh yeah you start setting up in there you're like excuse me can you excuse me can you move this table oh my god i think i think for us like just because we do normally shoot natural light we just have a camera like it's not problematic because you know we could just be like having a little like i mean i do normally shoot with my friends anyway so it just looks like two friends hanging out and then you know 
my photo like appears in a book, but like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> low key. So, um, biggest question, does Nikon have a silent shooting mode like Sony where you can literally shoot and there be no sound happening? Yeah. And I think I've used it definitely a few times here and there. Um, it's come in handy when like shooting in like bookstores, low key, or like a library that I've shot in. Um, but it's hard because the model doesn't know you're like shooting. Um, so they, cause they can't hear it and neither can you, you just know you're pressing the button. So like, right. it's definitely a communication thing, but I'm very thankful for that when it needs to come into play. So what do you do when you go into the bo- the bookstores and the libraries to take pictures? Cause you have done a few shoots like that. Do you ask the owner for permission? Do you just kind of just go in there and like hope for the best? Yeah. I mean, I definitely don't like endorse doing that. I just like, even the thought of like taking, like, taking photos in a library just sounds like not okay with me but like yet I've done it I've done it too um, I've done it yeah. too for a wedding like my clients are like we want to shoot in really? this I'm like let's yeah and and it was like super quiet so I totally understand where you're coming from Brandon but like yeah do you just walk in there do, does, do people tell you anything yeah I mean the I think I've shot I've only shot in like a live or like a book it was not it wasn't a library it was like a bookstore um and it was Powell's and in um, Portland, so it's like a huge Portland, bookstore. That's where I'm yeah, from. Powell's is yeah. the best. Yes. Yeah, so as you know, that bookstore is like huge, mm-hmm. um, and so I felt a little more comfortable like finding an aisle where no one was in or no one can see us, and we were just like being really low key and like I was using silent shutter, making sure not to like bother anyone. And when I shoot, it's like I literally will shoot. I can get a photo in like 15 seconds, so like it's not like I'm setting up like this whole thing it's literally just like i'm taking a photo in a minute and we're like out of there so definitely like a respect thing for absolutely the space yeah. and you know whoever owns there if it's like a public library that is technically public space but just being aware of like who's who's in there with you um but also you know it's like the more cameras that are around the more social media that's out there it's all free promotion also for that business too like not at the end of the day that you're like tagging pals <laughs> in that photo but at the same time it's like, actually yeah i did is location tag thing. yeah like that's like promo for them so you know it kind of goes both ways like getting tagged in like a brandon wolfel image is like you know that's that's pretty cool for powell's to get that much exposure so yeah i, I wonder mean, if they you know, saw it <laughs> maybe you should hit them up slide into their dms they'd be like you <laughs> shot in here it's not allowed when did that <laughs> happen lawsuit silent shutter lawsuit Great. oh yeah you get like a <laughs> letter a cease and desist but you know what honestly a lot of the times if you just ask you'll be surprised remember that one remember in new york brandon we mm-hmm. were gonna we wanted to shoot in a coffee shop and we just ended up asking management and they were really yeah. nice about it they're like yeah totally you can shoot i was surprised remember yeah yeah and thinking back to that now like i another bookstore i shot in now that like you're reminding me um i did and like you always feel so like hesitant to ask and like a little nervous um and if they, you know, if they're not fine with it, then, like, you just can't get the shot. But if they are, then, like, you know, you still be respectful, but you can, you know, work around people and, and actually take a photo and, and feel, like, comfortable doing it. Because you know, you don't have to, like, sneak around corners, which is nice. When you do that, if you approach someone, like, a bookstore owner, do you also show them your Instagram to kind of show that you're legit and this is what you do? Or do you play it more, like, low-key and just try and be like, oh, let me just get one shot? Is that cool? Sorry, that reminded me of like the TikTok photographer that like shows his TikTok. <laughs> but we'll move on. Um, Wait, who? You you guys talked Wedding about him. Wedding photographer. In the, yeah. Oh. 
<laughs> he's like he'll, already talked about that. Yeah, he'll show people like his TikTok. Um, I don't. I actually did that like once when I was like starting out, where I wanted to take photos in the sunflower field that was like connected to like a farmer's market. And so like I went in the farmer's market and I asked them, and um, they were cool with it. And then I like showed them my Instagram. They're like, okay, like they literally didn't. They were like end <laughs> like they didn't care and I was kind of like humiliated like, oh. I was like okay <laughs> like they didn't they were like okay go like I don't care um so I mean I just politely ask I don't whip out my like I'm like look at my followers I mean look how I don't many, think that matters the TikToker who but he, did he show his TikTok or did he show his Instagram I think it was his TikTok his TikTok he shows his TikTok yeah so you saw that you saw the TikTok of him like he mm. he crashed somebody's wedding shoot I just yeah. I find it interesting to hear from from professional photographers about this because we've done shoots where it's like there's a client or a brand like if somebody approached you and was like hey can I take a picture of your model like I have this many followers like what would you have done uh I would politely decline I just I don't think when you see a shoot going on in real life you don't you don't think about all the work that took to set that up you know you you all figured out outfits you figured out location concept like especially with wedding photography or wedding photography and I'm not I'm not sure if they were shooting an engagement but it was not even specific okay yeah not even specifically to that like scenario but in general like if if you see someone out shooting and you want to grab a shot like I would just you know I would just you know not do it it's it's not respectful at the end of the day yeah we we me and Flan kind of talked about this and you know I do weddings and I, I did weddings full-time for quite a while. And, you know, you have such a limited time to get couple session pictures. Like, that sometimes too. I'll literally yeah. have, like, 15 minutes because they have cocktail hour or the ceremony ran late. So it's like you're already on a deadline, and mm-hmm. then you have somebody who has is asking to, like, kind of interject into the photo shoot that, you, you know, you are being paid for to shoot. So it was kind yeah. of, like, awkward, too. Yeah, there's yeah. Like a bunch of weird power dynamics and like there's like a huge difference between going up to like a stranger on the street and asking for a photo and then mm-hmm. interjecting into someone's True. professional shoot or even like if it looks like there's kind of like an amateur shoot or something that isn't very high production value, but it looks like a legitimate photographer, like there's really no reason for you to be like taking over that for for your own purposes and like for him to like show and brag about his followers and like do that in front of the other photographer it just it like created this weird kind of like atmosphere you know this like weird social dynamic i know i know for me like i'm sure you guys too when you're on a shoot you know we don't shoot every single day like people may see our images every single day but like we're not out there shooting every single day there's tons of other stuff that come into play and stuff um and when I'm on a shoot, like, I'm not, like, panicking, but, like, I'm keeping aware that, like, <laughs> I'm just panicking. <laughs> but, like, you know, you're chasing light. There's so many things that mm-hmm. come through that you have to keep in mind. And it's, like, I'm just trying to get the most out of my shoot as I can when I'm on it because you've taken time to set it up. You've traveled there. You you know, same with the model. Like, she took time out every day to come shoot with you. And um, it's just, like... Shooting is, you know, it's not just like a fun, it is a fun thing, but like we're doing it for work, you know? Yeah, it's our job at the end of the day. It's a professional job. Yeah. You wouldn't cu- go into like the mail, like office and be like, hey, can I mail these? Like free. <laughs> you go behind the counter, like, actually, I work here now. <laughs> it's, but like it relates, like it's the same type of thing. We're photographers, that's what we do for work. You wouldn't just like hop into someone else's job. 
So when you're planning for a shoot, do you have all the locations set in your mind already that you're going to hit these two or three spots or do you kind of have a general area and you just walk around? Yeah, I think when I'm shooting in New York, which is more often than not, um, I, I know New York pretty well. And so I'll like pick a location where I know that like we can walk around and get a bunch of like different various like locations. Um, and I also like I, I like do like to scout beforehand and just see because, you know, the light whenever we shoot may be like different or hitting a spot in a different way that like I've shot in the same location many times, but like obviously with the lighting and the weather like things the photos will just look different um but for me I, I love like picking a spot and then walking just like around there I know that you guys do that too right I literally just go out mm-hmm. and hope yeah but I say a prayer and I'm like please don't exactly. let me get arrested I don't want to go to prison because I've, I've listened to the crime junkie podcast and I don't want that to be me <laughs> you're like I know how, I know how it goes I know how this works have you ever been rejected like a model was like no I don't want to work with you um I think with that, it's just been, like, a DM that says scene. But I've never, like, I don't think they would, like, be like, no. Like, just don't answer me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> what about you? I've I've been rejected. I mean, you've seen The Strangers in Japan and oh, Lebanon. Yeah. yeah, I've been rejected, you know, face-to-face. Like, fit, yeah, and per- on camera. Face-to-face. <laughs> on camera. That's even worse. <laughs> to make things worse in front of everybody, in front of millions of people. <laughs> I've been rejected. <laughs> um, but, no, a lot of people reach out like what is what would your advice be to those people who are afraid of being rejected and they don't reach out to anybody i think yeah i think rejection comes with like anything especially in like a creative field like you're going to get rejected whether people like your art or not um so it's something that just comes with it and like obviously no one's comfortable with being rejected you can't just be like just go for it like it's gonna happen (laughs) um love it but it will happen at the end of the day so Um, it's something that you do have to accept, but it's a necessary part of like growing and like expanding your portfolio and your business. Was there ever a shoot where you got back and you're like, oh my God, I don't like any of these. Like, I think they're terrible. Like, what do you do? Do you still just like edit and like deliver a couple to the model and then just never post or how does this, like, what do you do if you just don't like what you shot? Cause you shoot so much. So like you can't have a hit every single time. That's definitely happened. Um, and if it hasn't happened, you're lying. Just kidding. Um, but <laughs> for me, more than not, it's like the focus. I've had like focusing issues where I come back and like, obviously when you're shooting, like your screen is so tiny. And so when mm-hmm. you get back and look at them on your bigger computer, you're like, these aren't in focus. Like, what are we going to do? Um, and you can't, that's something you can't just like, even with me, like if I do see a bad photo, I, I see potential in it. But if a photo is out of focus, there's nothing you can do. Clarity. Like, you can't. Clarity. Clarity slider 100. <laughs> I mean, I've done it. Like if it, I mean, obviously, if a focus, like if a photo is like a little out of focus, like you can throw that clarity up. But like, you know, um, I I think I've just salvaged a few and delivered them. But um, it sucks when it does happen because um, it will happen. Remember the Alaska trip, Brandon? That was fun. That was fun. I miss Alaska. I know. We have to go back. Except for all, like, the moose and all the dangerous animals and stuff. What? Really? And because I miss the northern lights, so that needs to happen. Oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. Brandon. Should we talk about that? I totally forgot about the story. Yes. Dude, that was was a night I will never forget. Wait, tell us. 
Yeah, so we went to Alaska um, on a trip uh, for Profoto. We love them. Um, and we got there, and, like, we all went into our hotels and stuff. Um, and the next day, we're all, like, talking amongst each other, and someone was like, oh, my God, did you guys see the Northern Lights last night, like, out in, like, your window? And I was like, you're kidding. Like, that, like, no- seeing the Northern Lights has been one thing that, like, I've just, like, really wanted to see and photograph, like, forever. And... Like, I've been, like, obviously when you're, I was, we were in Alaska, so we were like, maybe we'll see him. Um, and she was like, yeah, like, it happened, it was like shining through my window, it was like a, these crazy saturated colors, like, and like, it was at like 3, 4 a.m., which I'm normally up, so I'm like, come on, like, the one time I go to sleep early. Um, but she like showed all us all the photos, and it was like this beautiful, like, aura, it was crazy. And so the next day, we were like, on this mission to like, go watch them, so we like, literally hiked to the middle of this field it was like freezing it was like terrible like 20 degrees or 10 degrees i don't know how it was freezing we hiked to the middle of this field and it it was like the middle of the night we had to get up for like a shoot like at like 7 a.m and we were just standing there in like mud it was foggy too it was so it it was foggy you said it was soggy remember the floor was like oh Oh. it's like a marsh oh yeah 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 and we're waiting there and we see like a glimmer of like green but it never came and we were like just standing out there like all night and never got a photo of it like so i need to go back it was it was the funniest thing because yeah it was the middle of the night like brandon said we were in a group of like us three or or four and we were walking to find the other group because they were already in the middle of this like open field and Mm so we're walking in the middle of god knows where it's pitch black outside we're following this trail and then we start walking into like a marsh and our i wore the worst shoes i wore tennis shoes they were destroyed by the way like it was my socks got wet like it was the worst thing ever and then remember brandon there was some guy playing like the harmonica or something yes yes (laughs) and we were like why is he playing the harmonica at like three in the random guy in the forest he was doing it part of the group he was he was like a part of the group so apparently like okay. to scare off the bears or like to let the bears know or the animals that we are here yeah it's also we were low-key kind of scared of just like the animals because <laughs> someone just saw like a moose like hours before yeah yeah can we yeah. also just talk about how large moose yes. are or meese? Oh i don't God. even know the place like like massive i didn't realize how big they were they're, they're huge dinosaurs yeah what brandon said we did not see any northern lights it was we just were so defeated like we looked at each other and we're like we're going inside so we we're going to up, bed we're going back to sleep we were so tired and we're just standing in the freezing cold so we just ended up never seeing the lights but it's okay we maybe we'll see them again i was gonna be more mad if they showed up after we left like that would i would have <laughs> went home at that point there were <laughs> some people waiting so there was like yeah. a group of people like very determined but it never happened yeah so, yeah, Jana was a part of the trip, too, and she comes running into the reception, and she's like, oh, my God, you guys won't believe what I saw. I'm like, what? So she shows us pictures of a moose with a baby and a baby moose, and then we didn't think much of it, and then apparently, like, you're not supposed to ever get that close to a moose. Like, it's very dangerous, so the fact that she even got that picture, I guess reception found out. She was so close. You saw the pictures, right, Brandon? Yeah, yeah. It's insane. And plus, it moose with her baby. Isn't that dangerous? Yes. I feel like I just have, like, the mama baby, like, fear thing where it's, like, if you see a baby cub, you're, like, where's the mama at? I think moose are, like, one of those animals. I also just looked up the plural of moose, and I think the plural of moose is moose. 
not normal because I'm usually like so focused on video, like, I mean photo shoots, but recently I obviously haven't gone on shoots, so it's like I'm my like I'm naturally just focusing more on YouTube. Um, and it's nice. I love YouTube. It's just like I know you guys feel like this, but when you post a YouTube video, you don't know like if how good it will do, so it's a little scary that way. Mm-hmm. Trust me, it, I know exactly what you mean. It's tough because it, with YouTube, especially, you got to think of a good title. You have to think of a good thumbnail to go with the video. And then if those two are not in sync with each other, then even though the video is amazing, it could flop. Right. So, the, like, I treat YouTube as more of, like, like a like longer-term projects that I'm working on where it's, like, I can edit a photo in, like, an hour and throw it up. But, like, with YouTube, it's not that easy, you know? I'm sure you are too learning what works and what doesn't work in terms of the video ideas. Like, do you find that a certain video does better than other videos on there? Yeah, I think with me, it's because I don't have like so many uploads. I can't really understand that yet. Like, I feel like because you upload so frequently, you are able to really see. Um, so for me, like, I can't tell that yet. But obviously, like anything photography related, like that's the way to go like if i do something that's not photography then like people probably don't care but that's what i want to see that's what the people yeah want. i know we need the newborn photography we need the dancing there's some youtubers who literally just don't care they post whatever and i like i i actually admire that sometimes i'm like i wish i could just post whatever i want and just not care but sometimes there's like a picture or a video that you're just not sure about brandon have you ever had anything where you're just like i don't know if i should be posting this well yeah recently i posted like um how to like manipulate color like my favorite ways to manipulate colors on photoshop and it was funny because i thought like that video would kind of like be re- well received and it wasn't and, and like people enjoyed it and i feel like learned something but also there was like a big chunk of people that were like we all know this already like we know how to do this like and i was just like uh, like the, like i my most con- like constant comment is to make tutorials and like the one time i try out a tutorial I get comments like you're not showing enough you're not showing this like and I'm like these are just my favorite ways to manipulate color like I didn't say anything about like you know how to like you know create this whole like crazy photo like I'm just showing you like the ways because I do use like those ways I went over you know and I don't know I just like I posted it with like the perception that it would like do so good and like people would love it and like there was like more dislikes than like of like a day in my life video, you what? know. What? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so now do I not post tutorials? Like, I don't know. So then so. you come, you become discouraged because you're like, okay, well, I'm posting what they asked for, and they don't, they're not seeming to like it that much. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like, I I have a class on Skillshare, um, and that has definitely been like, the response has been amazing from that because I do go over like how I edit a photo. Um, but obviously there's still gonna be comments, so people are like. They're like saying like he didn't actually he didn't actually show what he does and I'm like, mm, like I yeah this is what I do like I don't know what to <laughs> like it's just scary like how you could show what you actually do and people don't believe it it's weird. So how do you how do you like deal with that or like do you ever let those comments get to you? Has there ever been a moment where you're like oh my god like this is affecting like you don't you don't do certain things because of the comments? Yeah, I think it's it's hard when you especially videos like we were saying we work so hard on it's not like just a photo we can manipulate in a few hours it's more of like a longer term thing um because like with my videos I really like to spend a lot of time like crafting it and like going through um and so when you actually do get the video finally up and you're getting comments that are like discouraging it's definitely not the best um 
I think for me, it's, like, I definitely haven't had, like, a video that's been, like, super disliked, but, like, obviously when those, those videos reach, like, a different audience, like, you never know what the comments might be, um, and I think for me, it's, like, I, like, I get discouraged when it's, like, um, like, as I post a video, because I have, like, a connection to it, but then a few days go by, and I'm, like, over it, you know, so, um, but there's definitely that kind of, like, initial, like, damn, like, I thought this would do well, or, or I, I like the video, or I would want to watch this video, but others wouldn't. I mean, and someone like you with so many followers and, you know, your work is known, especially in the photography community, people might think, like, oh, he never has any hardships, he never struggles with anything, like, but, I mean, you do, you do, though. Yeah, I think that's another perception people, like, may see my work or how consistently I post. Even your videos, like, how consistent you are and just think that, like, you're constantly inspired when that's definitely not the case. So what do you do when you're not inspired? Um, For me, I mean, like, I just, like, well, just don't create. I mean, I've definitely forced it sometimes and, like, the best work does not come from forcing it. Um, But I think for me, anytime, like, I'm feeling uninspired. I've I've just gone a different realm of things. I'll maybe draw or paint or play a game or like FaceTime someone. Like just do something that's not photography. Get your mind off it and something will come. Um and I don't know, for me like concepting out shoots is is the way that I feel like my sh- shoots will actually come out the most successful is like really putting in the time to craft like the details of it. Um and so maybe try like coming up with a shoot instead of actually shooting, you know, take the time to plan it out. Like picking out a nice outfit, like if you see a nice outfit online or if you see like a nice prop that you might like, is that kind of how you kind of like get one thing and you kind of base the shoe off of it? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, Pinterest is a great way to like, or even just any platform, if you see like one thing that inspires you, um, even like an audio on TikTok can inspire me to like create something like that I wouldn't normally do. Just random, you, you can't really, you can search for inspiration, but like, the way it comes is like so naturally so it's hard to force people think there may be like a life hack to getting inspired but like it's really just like just take it take a step back yeah i find that sometimes with creatives you you're setting up this structure right so like brandon like you're a photographer and that's the work that you do and you're like committing to like getting on this train and that's like the structure that you have in your life and you do that relentlessly. And like you guys were saying, sometimes the inspiration comes and goes and you have to deal with that. But it's also deciding too, it's like, when do you kind of step off of that and step back on? And a lot of people look to you guys and look to creators as a demand. People expect a certain amount of content, a certain amount of posts, a certain amount of videos, because we've been trained for so long. you know, it's like you guys are your own channels and your own like version of MTV. It's where it's constant, relentless, all the time, unwavering. And it's it's such a high expectation. And that's why we see so many people getting burnt out after so mm-hmm. many years. Like just how, how many years have you been on YouTube now? Seven years. Seven years. That's a long that's a long time. Like if you gave birth to a kid, you would have a seven year old right now. She would be in what grade? Brandon will do the newborn photography. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon Please. will come in with his, the, you know, his lights and the, all the, he'll come and like decorate the room, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got it. I feel like if you were to newborn, newborn photography, you would definitely like, we're going to see a lot of lights, neon signs. 
Oh, totally. Absolutely. You should, you should totally do it. Like, I support this one. I'll get you the baby. Or you know what? They have, like, do dolls. Do you? I mean, no, not like... You act like you just... You have the plug. You're like... I know. Don't. You, like, whip out the jacket. You're like, which one you want? But I do fully support the baby shoot idea. But you have to, like, yeah. talk to the baby as if they're, like, a normal model, you know? Be like, oh, right. Could you, just, could you just move your hand? Thank you. Like, let's do the hair flip. Let's do, like, the, the signature moves. Let's do, like... The, the hair flip. They have like one piece of hair. Okay, would you be down? I'm gonna set up a newborn shoot. That would be the challenge, the ch- the newborn f- photography challenge. Are we gonna do it? This this podcast should just this podcast should just be called newborn photography dot dot dot. <laughs> I would probably yeah. lose that challenge. I'll probably get like peed on. I'm gonna have I'm gonna get pooped on, but th- I'm willing to risk that for the shot. That's what you do as a photographer. Brave. We talked about a lot today. We talked about the Northern Lights, how we didn't see them, newborn photography, insane asylums that Brandon went. And he also got a ticket. Was that your only <laughs> ticket, by the way? You never um, got anything? Yeah. Not even a parking ticket? I've gotten a parking ticket, yeah. Oh, ooh, risky, huh? <laughs> he lives on the edge. Ooh, got a record. <laughs> Brandon has a record. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't put that out there. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Guys, it's just a parking ticket. It's fine. So... We would love to thank Brandon for joining us today. It was a very fun chat. We learned a lot about you. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where it start started or where it ended, but here we are. You know, Animal Crossing. there's a lot in between. We talked about so so many things, and no, it's always so much fun to have you here chatting with us. We love it. Oh my god, I, yeah, it's so fun chatting with you guys. I didn't realize this was like literally like two hours long. We love it. <laughs> All right, Brandon, thank you so much for coming on. And just let us know again where people can find you online and anything yeah. else you want to shout out. You guys can find me um, at, at Brandon Wolfel everywhere. TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all the things. And yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you. And thank you guys for tuning in. And you can find us at Light Muse Podcast on Instagram and YouTube or check out our website at lightmusepodcast.com. And until then, we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.